Hello, this is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 213, recorded on Tuesday, the 26th of June, 2018, at 20 minutes past 12 and 23 seconds in the afternoon. Hello again. Yes, another show. And, of course, welcome to summer. It was the summer solstice on Thursday at 11.00-something, which marked the beginning officially of summer, although it has been rather warm recently. And Sunday was Midsummer's Day, and I had a Midsummer party at Castle Royenstein on Midsummer's Eve, Saturday, from which I am still recovering three days later. Thank God I cleared up most of the mess that night, so it wasn't a scene from the after-party of Gotoramurung on Sunday. Last time ever party, I swear. And today, if you need something to watch, you have tuned in to the right show. We have a big roundup of all films and shows I haven't got round to talking about over the past several months. So if you are scrabbling around for something to watch, you've tuned in to the right show. As usual, for the UK's full-service geek show, we, that is I, will also talk tech too. Talk tech too. Yeah. I did really type that out in my show notes, and now I'm reading the meta notes that are saying, are you really going to say that in the show? Aren't those show notes just so precious? So stop typing. What am I doing? I'm actually reading this out. Sorry. Let's get on with the show. Solo, a Star Wars story. I watched this quite a while back, actually, but I haven't got around to talking about it, and I thought it was great. Accusations of taking the kitchen sink approach to explaining Han Solo's origins. Maybe. I still liked it. What's not to like about a space heist with Wookiees? I particularly enjoyed Amelia Clarke's fight scene. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it much more than saying that. As for whether it was worth making in the first place... Honestly, no. There was no need to make anything, in my view, after Return of the Jedi. And much the same could be said of Alien. Ridley Scott should have stopped with the first one back in 1979, and he should have done the same with the original Blade Runner. It's our fault, as fans, with our inability to let things go, and the greedy production business that takes advantage of that, and that is behind those endless sequels. I desperately wish some new wholly original work would emerge, but the big franchises are a license to print money, so that's unlikely. And we're left in this rather bittersweet situation. I have heard recently that... The Solo movie, despite the fact that I liked it, although I don't think it was necessary, didn't do that well at the box office, so much so that Disney are retracting their plans to have 
other spin-off movies and are concentrating on the main franchise. And, yeah, okay. I will watch the next Star Wars movie, but if Disney decided to stop tomorrow, I wouldn't be that disappointed. Justice League. You know, now I'm looking at some of the films on this list of films I haven't mentioned before, I have a strong feeling that I have mentioned Justice League. But let's just roll through these movies and give you a brief overview of what I think and the shows as well, so that you can make up your own mind. Don't worry, it's fairly spoiler-free, and I won't dwell on this for hours. Yeah, so Justice League. I thought it was worse than Batman vs Superman. I gave up even trying to get through this. I think I lasted about 20 minutes. Dark Crimes. This is a boring, run-of-the-mill thriller set in Poland, starring, for no discernible reason, Jim Carrey. It's a bit of a yawn fest again. Better watch out. Ah, something good. This is a good, nasty horror that's a nice spin on Home Alone. I think this is definitely worth watching. Rampage. Dwayne the Royd Johnson as ex-Special Forces yawn primatologist. Why does he always have to be Special Forces? Why can't he have just been a plain primatologist who happened to have a few too many muscles? Anyway, he has his work cut out dealing with a giant ape. It is instantly forgettable and boring. Come on, Rock, give up on the steroids and do something else with your career. The guy who plays Negan in The Walking Dead plays a slightly less murderous Negan in a suit. And that was Rampage. Gemini. A diva's personal assistant gets sucked into a mystery. The lead, who plays the PA, does a better Zoe de Chanel than Zoe de Chanel. Ends on a very wet squib. Infinity Chamber. This is an intriguing sci-fi with echoes of 2001 A Space Odyssey. THX1138, Cube, etc. Spectral. Aha. Now we get down to the truly terrible. This is an utterly awful supernatural sci-fi from Netflix. I challenge you to watch more than 10 minutes. It's that bad. Deathgasm. Very low budget, childish, but okay. Comedy horror about metalheads? The Sand. Laughable horror movie constantly repeated on the horror channel. I have fallen asleep to this many, many times. You can use this in lieu of sleeping medication. It is that effective at sending me to sleep. Fahrenheit 451. Useless remake of a much better original, just don't bother. Unsane. This is Steven Soderbergh's okay, unreliable narrator thriller filmed on iPhones. I liked the sometimes slightly juddering, trippy effect of the camera's 
but I'm not sure that iPhones are the future of cinema. It's an okay psychological thriller that strays into outright horror, and that's Unsane. A Quiet Place. This is a tense alien invasion science fiction movie. I hardly need to go into it because this has been talked about in the media a lot. But briefly, aliens with really, really good hearing but terrible eyesight invade the Earth. I thought it was highly enjoyable and very tense. And there's a great fist-pumping moment in it as well. And, as usual, Emily Blunt is brilliant. Tomb Raider. Not bad, but hardly revolutionary. Alicia Vikander is good in the role, physically, but very badly let down by her terrible British accent. I don't think this properly reboots the franchise, unfortunately. A Wrinkle in Time. I had high hopes for this, but it's very, very boring and very over-CGI'd. I suggest you read the book instead. ARQ, or ARC. This is low-budget again, but pretty good science fiction thriller about time travel and endless loops and that kind of thing. Again, I can't believe I haven't mentioned that movie before. Cardinals. A drunk driver who killed their neighbour is released from prison, but is investigated by the son of her victim. It's a why done it from Canada, except you know why halfway through, and then it drags on to a weak ending. It's a greyish looking film. I mean that literally, and it also has dull characters and an anemic ending. And that's it for movies this week. Let's move on to some shows. Patrick Melrose. Now, this sucks you in with a very entertaining first episode, then turns into something very different and very traumatic. Benedict Cumberbatch is great, but just remember, the first episode does not set the tone for the rest of the series, which will require you to have a very strong stomach. And that's Patrick Melrose. Impulse. This is really Jumper the TV series. If you remember that film with Hayden Christensen, who played a young man who could teleport. In this, we have totally new characters. It's okay, but could be moving along a lot faster, and the acting seems forced. The Terror. Now, much as I love anything to do with the sea, this show about icebound sailors being picked off by a monster is let down by unlikable characters. I think there's only two characters I can stomach and one's the physician's assistant and the other is Jared Harris as one of the captains and actually after a couple of episodes in it occurred to me that I think I know what the beast is because 
I actually met someone who apparently knows the real story behind the Canadian myth when I was in Canada. And at that point, I thought, yeah, I already know what this is. I'm going to leave it now. And if you're interested in hearing my side of this cryptozoological conundrum, wait until the series is finished and contact me on Twitter or by email. And if enough of you are interested, I'll put it into the show. Channel Zero. This is a horror series based on urban myths. I thought it was genuinely creepy and worth your time. This was on UK television. I think on free-to-view television as well. Go and check that out. Next, Cloak and Dagger. I was a fan of the comic back in the 80s. It is too soon to see whether this is going to be good, but I think it is better than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., although that's setting the bar really low, because I really, really hate Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's about two young people from rather dysfunctional families who have these superpowers and, well, of course it's superpowers, it's a Marvel TV series. Anyway, that's Cloak and Dagger. And finally, yeah, the last episode of the current series of Westworld just aired a couple of days ago. I watched it. It was 90 minutes long. It seemed to tie up all the loose ends of the entire show. Some of it towards the very end was a bit mysterious. I won't spoil it yet because a lot of you haven't seen it, I'm guessing. I could probably watch the last half hour again just to sort out in my head what I think happened. But the main point is, I think they've covered everything that they need to talk about in Westworld. And I just found out this morning that the show's been renewed for a third season. And where on earth are they going to go with that? All I can think of is perhaps a prequel, but I don't know any more than that. But I think, though, I am finished with the series. I think it left me satisfied with where things were, and I'm not sure that I want to continue watching something strung out for another couple of seasons. So that's it for TV. Ah, yeah. Time Stories. I have been playing a time travel board game with a few friends. I think it's okay, although I think, although I'm the only one who thinks that the translation of this French game is a little lacking. In the game, you race against time to solve a mystery. You're part of a time travel paradox um, troubleshooting team, a bit like being in the Department of Temporal Investigations in Star Trek, or the Temporal Integrity Commission, or like one of those time commandos in those books I used to read. I can't remember the author, but it's back in one of the older shows. I am finding the game enjoyable, though after the last D&D campaign, 
I'm also finding it a little restrictive because I've been corrupted by those more freeform RPGs. And that's Time Stories. Let's talk about technology for a bit now. And first of all, the Bitcoin crash. Yeah, Bitcoin crashed down to $6,000. A friend with a few coins says he'll ride it out which the CNBC article that I read tends to agree with, saying that Bitcoin will top out at, wait for it, $60,000, according to them. But who knows? And the link to that article is in the show notes. The Nintendo Classic Mini, the new batch are available early, in the UK at least, and pre-orders have been fulfilled, or starting to be fulfilled. I got mine last Tuesday, and if anyone's curious, I can confirm that the cord that attaches the controller to the console is still stupidly short. I have put a link in the show notes to where you can order the console if you still want one at nintendo.co.uk. Since that time, I have ordered a pair of controller cable extensions. What else did I splurge on at Amazon? Oh yeah, for DOSBox, I bought myself one of those Buffalo Classic USB gamepads, which looks like the SNES controller, but has a USB connection. I know a lot of people use that with DOSBox, and I can confirm it does work with the games I played. Although, how much it adds to games like Pac-Man, I'm not really sure, because the keyboard does seem a bit more responsive. But, of course, you can use this controller with Windows games as well. Oh yeah, an update on my Raspberry Pi 3B+. The one that I bought on the day that it was released, it's still in the box and still unused because I just couldn't afford to buy any of the other accessories. But I have bought myself a little case for the Pi, just a £6 official red and white case, an HDMI cable and the official power supply because I didn't want to bother with not having enough juice to run the thing. I'm still waiting for that, but I'll let you know how that goes. Oh, I also found this nifty web app that you can use to see where your address was even before today's current continent configuration. So you can see where your address was over the last few hundred million years. And I think the furthest back you can go for cities like London also I found is 600 million years. And again, that's in the show notes. Although, let me just give you the website now, because then you don't have to trawl through the show notes. Just go to dinosaurpictures.org and you'll find it. If you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know that I'm a fan of the Channel 4 show Humans. Unfortunately, I can't watch it on demand TV that Channel 4 provides in the UK, although I'm legally entitled to watch it, because the app called 4OD 
is absolutely useless and unusable. So I'm forced to stream using the Pirate Showbox app. I think Channel 4 should fire their app team and hire the pirate devs. What really annoys me is that this isn't the first problem I've had with On Demand. In fact, the only service that seems to work well is iPlayer. I'm sure part of the problem is low bandwidth, which brings me to my next thing, quite neatly. One gigabit internet trial. Through City Fiber, Vodafone are offering gigabit that is, 1,000 megabit per second symmetrical internet in my area, which, if it sounds a bit techy, just means it's phenomenally fast uploads and downloads. Now, I have talked about this in detail before in the podcast, but what's new is that I'm part of a pilot program to test the network, which means free fast internet for a few months when it's all set up here. I'll let you know how it goes, but I did have to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, not to discuss pricing until the trial is over. Of course, if it works, this is great, because I've complained a lot on this show about what a pain BT are and why I'm reluctant to upgrade to a better BT offer when they won't sort out my noisy line, so what's the point? Next, John Lewis versus Apple Store prices. I've always said go to the Apple Store because as far as I have seen so far, the prices for Apple devices are always the same no matter where you buy them. But I noticed occasionally heavily discounted Apple items in other shops recently, including very recently, about a week ago, MacBook Airs in John Lewis. I think they were discounted by about 10% compared to the retail price from Apple. Unless the price is the same in the Apple store, then I've changed my recommendation and advised you to shop around. Just be careful, though. I mean, if it's a negligible difference, I would buy from the Apple Store because it's just much easier to sort out problems later. And believe it or not, that is it for the show. What else can I tell you? I have been re-watching quite a few episodes of New Who on iPlayer because they are all available on iPlayer at the moment, in the UK at least. So take advantage of that while you can. I think it's in the build-up to the new series. But there are some good episodes I enjoy watching again in New Who, including episodes like Listen, and the one where he's trapped for millions of years behind a diamond thing can't remember the name of that episode, I'm afraid. <laughs> but yeah, all of New Who is currently available for re-watching. And now that's definitely it for the show. Let's see. Where can you find me? I think really the best place to find me is on Twitter. But you can also contact me via my WordPress site or roymartha.com 
So yeah, Roy Martha, R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com or RoyMartha.wordpress.com and just click on the contact hyperlink and that will take you to an email form. I do enjoy communicating with people on Twitter. I'm not sure people enjoy communicating back with me, but if you want to talk to me that way, you're quite welcome to do so. Please tell a friend about Roy's Rocket Radio. I am still working on the new title for the podcast because listening to me say Roy's Rocket Radio is driving me nuts. Please review the show in iTunes. And really, that's it. This was Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 213, recorded on Tuesday, the 26th of June, 2018. And the time at the end of the show is one o'clock. Exactly. You were listening to the UK podcast for the pop culture geek, technology nerd and creative wizard. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye.